0: Check us out and become a part of the show, because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Hello, I'd like to tell you about a new movie. It's a gangster musical called Bugsy Malone, and it's kind of unusual, because all the parts are played by kids around my age. Your name Robinson? You woke up Fat Sam? Go <laughs> so long, lover boy. New York, 1929. Prohibition. Gang warfare. A world of gangsters, showgirls, and dreamers. Bugsy Malone. Quite possibly the most unique motion picture for years. Everybody loves that man. Bugsy Malone. And if that isn't enough, Bugsy Malone is also the year's major musical. That Sam's Grand Slam. It's your heart out, Gene Kelly. Too kind, guys. Too kind. You're a dime-a-dozen gangster, Sam. How about smear my lipstick? Careful, Talola.
1: You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. You? It is, it is I.
0: It's Scott. Been too, it's been so long.
1: It's been oh. a long time.
0: Oh, welcome everybody to another episode, finally, of Movie Sucktastic. That's right. Fucking that holidays.
1: Right. I know.
0: I want to, right do? off the bat, I, I know we've been out for a couple of weeks, but I need to know right off the bat why was I not informed that there was a Taken 3 being released this January? Why was oh. I not told? Uh, I have to find out through an ad know. online? God damn it.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't know either. I'm not surprised.
0: Th- as this I know you came, are. Yeah, these ho- this holiday season was so busy for both of us that we totally missed our uh, our usual pre-January uh, showdown of like all the, the worst shit coming out in January. I and mean, so we, if we had, we, we would have talked about it. We week. do that next week. I mean, no, but we, we, we can do a wrap-up of, of January. Yeah, we'll have to do that because we can't. Introduce it because we're already halfway through it. Almost. All right,
1: maybe we'll do that first week of February then.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'd be good.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah,
0: motherfuckers like taking Three. It's like, how do I know? How do I not know about this? I, apparently, I've been too busy between school and work and Christmas and everything to, to pay attention to things that are most important in life. Right. Like Liam Neeson killing everybody around him. Well, yeah. And as soon as I found out about this, I had to rush to my collection and watch non-stop, because I had not seen it yet.
1: Oh, i haven't seen it yet either
0: i'll tell you it's worth it for the cheesy gun in the air snatch at the end and i'm not i'm probably ruining that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well what the hell's wrong with you
0: come no, on No, it's not it's probably for all you know what it's probably in the trailer it's probably in the fucking trailer it's it not like it probably is but it's just
1: it's like when you ruin that scene in godzilla for everyone oh with, yeah uh, <laughs> with walter white
0: <laughs> um uh, it's one of the, it's one of those scenes where I rewound it twice to watch it. Not because it was cool, but just because like they really went there, right? They really had to do that. I mean, okay, yeah. And laundry's done. And it, it, it you definitely...
1: know, I, first of all, I want to apologize <laughs> to, to everybody right now. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have a woman, my wife, in my life that does laundry. Okay, but she knows thursday nights are not the night for laundry so i apologize to everyone in advance uh that that may go off a few more times during the first hour of our show so i'm sorry
0: thursday's not the night for laundry but friday night's all right for fighting so we're good there that's yeah and and actually for those watching uh the show behind me uh the my uh the office in the wilson compound has moved from the attic to the main floor so behind me is a real bookshelf full of books, uh, and not a, a half-broken-down, under-construction uh, wall. So I'm actually stepping nice. up in my background very, very design nice. there. Uh, uh, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about as far as, like, a movie, which we're reviewing Bugsy Malone, 1976 film, which is a weird movie yeah. all around. Both, the both... year,
1: the year of my birth.
0: <laughs> you kid. Um, but... <laughs> There's one thing I did want there was a couple things we wanted to plug real quick. Uh you want to go first. You had something from our Facebook page, one of our yeah. listeners.
1: Yeah. Uh, w- one of our one of our f- uh our, our listeners, um, Dale Rontree. He did uh and he took a lot of time to do this too. I mean, he didn't have to and he did. He um he did a site for us where he chronicles all of the films that we've reviewed all the way back to episode 1. Uh and here I have the site. It's uh here it is. It's called Letterboxed. Uh, and you can go to that site at letterbox.com, letterboxd.com, L E T T E R B O X D.com, slash sofa cinema, S I N E M A, slash movies, or slash list, slash moviesucktastic dash the dash films. Um, uh, appear- you can get appear- to appear- it from a- our Facebook page as well.
0: Yeah, apparently this is a website where you can go and create lists, and it'll attach movie posters. So you can do like a a list of movies you like or something, and it'll That's show right. them.
1: Yeah, and what you can do, and the way he has it, like for instance, uh, Dead Snow, we reviewed that in episode one, and if I click on it, it takes me to this really nice and beautiful, uh, uh, you know, part of the site where it shows a background image, the, the cover art year release who directed it it has uh the tagline it has uh the synopsis the cast the crew the studio the genres that it's attached to and user comments from you know everyone that's seen the film it's very very cool uh it's very very cool i'm almost considering doing this for my movie collection just because it's cool and um it's called movie sucktastic the films uh and it tells about the podcast, our website address, us, the hosts. Um, you know, it mentions about how Dale likes the show and he likes listening to it. It's very, very cool. I like it a lot. Um, it already has comments at the bottom, which is very awesome as well. Yeah,
0: someone, someone there mentioned, said, uh, wondered if we were going to review, um, uh, what was it, Samurai Cop? Samurai Cop. Yeah, and so, well, we, we're not, I don't think we'll be doing it next episode, but we're going to add that to the list of definitely oh. being reco- re- reviewed. So I, I think anybody that requests something on that or our Facebook page, we just have to do it. Oh, I think really.
1: so. Sure. Yeah. If anyone is is a fan with of the show... And with some well, exceptions. Well, with, with a
0: few exceptions, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, does uh, Samurai Cop fall within our, our guidelines of theatrical I d- release?
0: I don't know if it was a theatrical release. I haven't checked. It might be direct-to-video, so that might be... You know that might be. Uh, we, we may have to bring back our. Remember, for a while we started bringing our. Doing that the Netflix because I, thing. Because I saw a Netflix film that was so horrendous, I had to talk about it. So I made you watch it. So we, yes, we may we we might be able to squeeze it in there with some. Maybe we can. You know, we can come up with a. Rules are made to be broken. We'll figure something out.
1: Well, sure. Uh, if yeah. it's on Netflix, it can just be part of. Uh, God, we haven't done that in so long. I don't even remember the name of the bit. Um, but it was. It was. It it was like
0: Don't, it had to on. be
1: it had to be streamable in order for it right it was another type of movie at it was
0: it was the movie fantastic play at home version
1: so, yeah something along those lines so yeah. but anyway dale we thank you very much It's very awesome uh, we appreciate uh, your loyalty to the show which is uh, uh, <laughs> trying to have a moment here um my wife
0: yeah, and you can find that link on our movie Sucktastic Facebook page.
1: That's right. I shared it uh, today. I noticed that because I wanted to mention it for tonight's show. I noticed that when he posted it, it's kind of buried in there. It's hard to find. I had to actually go through my email and find the link because mm-hmm. anything that's posted to the site, I get an email. Um, so I found it that way. I reshared it on my personal page and also on Movie Sucktastic again. So it should be easily uh, findable now.
0: Right, and and I'm gonna be posting a link a bit later. Uh, I I liked uh, liked the site for this place. Uh, Holly's uh, 15 year old daughter received I'm getting somewhere with this received a record player for Christmas, and so uh, we went when this week past weekend uh, to a uh, used vinyl store because apparently vinyls making a comeback. Uh, So I'm I'm there with this 15 year old girl getting in the uh, albums, which is fucking. It's like it's like growing old in reverse. I don't get it uh and while she's doing it i happen to thumb through the uh i wasn't planning on looking for anything i'm not into music really but they have a soundtrack section and oh. uh this place the, the the uh the guy that worked there i'm not sure if he's the owner or not he was a great guy we talked to him a lot he was very helpful uh he had similar interests he loves bad movies we got in a conversation about it oh wow uh, cool. they're in they're in easton you can um i'm not sure if they have a website up because my w- web browser is going a bit crazy at the moment but they do have a facebook page they're called used grooves and they're in eastern pennsylvania and i picked up three little jammies here that i'm going to show you real quick and i'm going to post pictures of these on the site i was i wasn't really thinking i'd find anything i'd wanted but i came across this soundtrack oh, man <laughs> it's not it's not any which way but loose it's the sequel so it does it, but it still has music uh by uh by sandra, sandra Locke and uh other country hits so that's great to have. These are these are hanging up. These are going to hang up in the new Wilson Compound Media Center uh, nice. when I redecorate next month. Uh, I'm saving the best for last year. Well, I don't know. These both are excellent. We have Actually, a record this- player. We have a record
1: player in the house. It's one of those. Um, it's a record player. It looks like an old time radio, but it also does uh-huh. CDs and cassettes and, and AM/FM radio plus record player. And we have a whole crate of albums. And we never kind of got away from albums because we you know we love music in my house unlike scott um and uh it's 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 interesting that it's you're right it's interesting that vinyl is making a huge comeback to the point of where artists like jack white uh are releasing their albums or their music on vinyl simultaneously along with downloadable and cd as well so he actually has a a record company that actually presses vinyl that's it's weird because 8-tracks
0: a- 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 aren't making a comeback, so what the fuck? I mean, uh, we were skipping no, stuff. Uh, no, But yeah. I picked this up. for um, I actually got this at a bargain price. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Eating Raul soundtrack. That's awesome. Awesome, exactly. Uh, anything with Mary Warnoff on the cover is great. And then this blew me away because I'm not sure if this is the actual movie poster or not. I haven't looked it up. But the Gauntlet soundtrack with a Frazetta cover. Get out of here! How fucking awesome is a Clint Eastwood movie poster done by Frank Frazetta? Fuck! How uh, how much were these uh, uh, vinyls? Um, well, the prices are on them if you're watching the video. But I got all three of those for eighteen dollars. I, sp- I I'm a 18? huge eating Raul. Okay. I, I Eating Raul was ten bucks. I actually he he knocked down the price a bit for me. Uh, so I got it less. I got it at the price I wanted. Uh, but I was willing to splurge for that because I'm a huge fan of the film, and Mary Warnoff So, <clears throat> but used Grooves Records. I told him I plug them because I was so happy with the experience there and with my albums. So, very cool. So I'm gonna, I'll post those up on the site too. Maybe I can get the uh, the I'm sure the soundtrack's already posted on like YouTube at this point. Speaking of which, while we were talking, I posted the Bugsy Malone soundtrack on our Facebook page. If anybody wants to oh, hear okay, it. Okay,
1: cool. You could actually post the entire film. It's on YouTube as well. Oh,
0: is it? God yeah. damn it! All right.
1: It was uh, it was how I almost ended up watching it but I, I actually own it
0: uh, oh there I it own is. this okay, um,
1: blu-ray don't Post judge that me. right
0: now <laughs> now the Blu-ray now here that's that's the first thing I want to talk about with this movie mm. uh, when I say this is a weird film I don't even mean just the movie itself when Bugsy Malone came out in 19 sorry well, I mean first do you want I mean I, I'm probably jumping the gun a bit do you want to give a basic uh, like idea of what the film is? Yeah, for it's
1: literally. it's okay. Um, it looks like it takes place in a New York City type area. Um, they actually don't say where. Oh, for Christ's sakes! Oh, Jesus! Uh, they, they actually yeah, they actually don't say where it takes place, but you get you know the idea that it is a New York. It's a big city. Yeah. Um, but it's essentially mobsters played by children. Everything you'd see in any Any mobster film where one side is trying to take over the town uh, uh, from another mobster, anything like that, that's exactly what the premise is for this. You have Fat Sam, who uh, he's a head mobster of uh, a large portion of this city. Then you got Danny Dan, who wants to step in and take it all away. And he starts to do that. And he starts to uh, take out his guys one by one, all of his businesses and that's the whole story you got this kid mobster and this other kid mobster and he wants to take everything danny dan wants to take everything from fat sam and that's essentially the movie there's dancing girls and there's scott bale
0: who's kind of like this middleman
1: uh trying to uh just get by on his own
0: he's that charming hustler type guy who who uh gets involved in these gang in the gang war yeah he's essentially
1: Uh, uh um Gabriel Byrne from Miller's Crossing. That's essentially yeah. who Scott Baio is.
0: The only difference would be he doesn't play both sides against each other. Right. He's, he he does he is mainly on the one guy's side. Fat Sam? Fat Sam. Right. He is on Fat Sam's side. Uh, another thing I posted that I have not watched yet uh, on the Facebook page is there's a YouTube uh, m- multiple parts of this uh, Bugsy Malone after they were famous. So it's like... it's. Oh, I saw all that. The-
1: or I saw that yeah. they posted it.
0: Yeah, it's interviewing all the kid actors as adults.
1: Yeah, which is I watched a little. It's a little. It's a bit creepy.
0: (laughs) Well, the movie's especially Fat Sam. (laughs) Fat Sam was a creepy kid.
1: And 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 I don't I don't like that comment Holly made.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to mention that.
1: I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all. Look at this mug. Does this look anything (laughs) like Fat Sam? I don't fucking think so.
0: Were you, Look at or Fat you Sam to... now.
1: That motherfucker is like eight years older than me. That's it.
0: <laughs> now, let me ask you: Are you are you satisfied or content with the portrayal of Italian Americans in this film?
1: Uh, considering that Fat Sam, they only do it a little bit. I'm actually fine with it. That's not too <laughs> bad.
0: Okay, no problem. Uh, you
1: you uh, could yeah. tell. You could tell that Fat Sam. The, the, the kid actor was raised entirely in an Italian household that spoke broken English, like the household I was raised in. Um, the difference is, that. just the way he, and it could be a language coach, but I doubt it, considering how long ago this film was made, how low budget uh-huh. it is. I don't think they're giving him an acting, uh, a language coach so that he can get his Italian uh, right.
0: But just the way he's
1: delivering... Because he speaks Italian a little bit in the film, like little sentences here and there. His pronunciation is actually very good. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, his pronunciation is very good. The way he delivers it is very fluid. Uh, It just sounds like he was raised in an Italian household like I was. He just has a a tongue for the language. That's all. So I'm actually Okay. okay with it. It sounds like he probably and i don't know i haven't watched any of that maybe he actually knows uh maybe he he knows italian very well even as an adult but as a kid i could tell like i could tell that he could he, he definitely uh was around italian speaking people and delivered That's his good. lines very well so i i it, it ain't the fucking titanic okay no. it, it, it ain't it ain't it ain't DiCaprio's, you know Jack's friend in in the in Titanic. It's nothing like that. So I'm now, actually now you, fine with it.
0: You said low budget film. How, how what was the budget on this movie? Uh, in
1: 1976, I think I read it was under 15 million. Because, I, I think I mean, I think it was. Uh, what's I think it was under 10 actually.
0: Well, because um, the, I mean, they they built that entire the entire like city street uh, stage. Was built. They had they, they poured concrete and shit. and They actually built an entire street because the, the uh, there were strict strict labor laws. Uh, right. This was like after the the revela- revelation, uh, you know, in the seventies, post post uh, early sixties, fifties, 40s stuff, where everybody the eyes were opened wide to how kids were exploited in in, uh, in the cinema. So there were, uh, and they and it was shot overseas in England too, and so oh, fries are done.
1: Christ Almighty! You know, I'll tell you what.
0: You Man. can turn that buzzer off, can't you?
1: You can, and she. Well, did you should it. do
0: that. Should um, I go do it now? <laughs> too late now. Uh, they um, they had strict. Uh, they had welfare uh, welfare people on the set like every day, and they were they had there were multiple caseworkers making sure all the kids were being taken care of, and they weren't allowed to film at night. So they specifically had to build that huge city set so they could film night scenes during the day. So be, just between oh, okay. like the, well, the legal wrangling for the kid well, I'm saying just 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 be just uh, just considering the legal wrangling for the kids building those pedal cars which apparently were quite expensive right. and uh, that city street I mean they did dump some money in the film it wasn't so, like
1: i uh, I'm assuming the kids were paid nothing maybe they were paid in toys <laughs> Well they um, were definitely paid to scale
0: <laughs> I but mean you don't you don't ha- according I mean, to the Mayo wiki
1: page Yeah he's probably the most paid maybe Jody Foster as well Well
0: no well well, that, but that this is before Scott Baio was famous, wasn't it?
1: No, he was doing Happy Days, wasn't he? I,
0: I'll double check. I'm pretty sure it's it's wasn't not. Wasn't he doing Happy
1: like, Days? Isn't that how he even got this? And Jody Foster, obviously Taxi Driver, the year before. Um, uh huh. But according to the wiki page, and I oh, don't he know why. This... What?
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Sorry. According to the wiki page,
1: um, and I don't know why this is in pounds. But it says the budget was 575,000 to 1 million pounds.
0: Do you know why, you know why it's in, in pounds? No. Because they filmed in England. Oh. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> it is.
1: There it says it right there. Alan fucking Parker, <laughs> that's why. I, I, I should have just fucking guessed that. Anyway. Um, so, you know, the British pound is... Well, j- I, it's almost double the American dollar as far as value... So the budget is anywhere from a million to two million dollars.
0: All right, um, American now, dollars. And, and no, Scott Baio did started at Happy Days in '77, so this this was his debut. This was his roughly. first thing.
1: Okay, but Jodie mean, Foster. Was, this is she did Taxi Driver the year before.
0: Right, and okay. I'm telling you, Jodie Foster. Now, it, 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 there's nothing I love more than a sexy underage Jodie Foster role. I'll tell you what.
1: How about those dancing girls in those short shorts? Oh,
0: all oh, oh, the dancing girls and the... all right. Let's let's address let's address the the main. There's there are several things right and wrong with this film.
1: Oh yeah, there's plenty.
0: Now, I, I want to backtrack for a second.
1: Every black uh, kid sounds like Louis Armstrong. That's let, probably wrong.
0: Let's, let's, let hold on. That's, a, <laughs> that's, that's probably wrong. Thing. Let me let me start at the beginning. The film itself. Yes. This is a weird film. When I say it's a weird film, this film. Was very well received. Critics loved it. It was nominated for multiple awards. It won BAFTA awards. It was nominated for Oscars. Uh, it it was uh, it was you know, now best musical, best original score, and best adaptation. Uh, I mean, this movie was loved by award. Everyone loved this film. I loved it, it just, when I was a kid. Right, it was very, very well received. Except it didn't do well in the theaters. It only made like two, two and a half million. Everyone loved it. No one went to see it. Oh, and wow. part of that, I, part of that, I blame on that this kind of weird thing where Hollywood and just the entertainment industry as in general, loves musicals, but the general population mm-hmm. doesn't. That's why most musical films. Occasionally, you get something like Chicago that goes crazy. Uh, I think that was like that made was a lot t- of money that was timing in my yeah, opinion yeah. that's all no, no, it was. I, I agree with you that's what i'm saying yeah. but like so i mean mo- musicals just really don't do well it's like westerns westerns typically don't do well in american theaters anymore either but that's just times are changing but I, so it's a weird film in that one everyone loved this film and it was like very well received but right now you can't even get it it's, it's on youtube for god's sakes the, the blu-ray copy you know how hard uh, that, it was for me to find that trailer that's an australian that, trailer yeah, the the Blu-ray was released as a uh, an all-region, uh, I think it was Australian or British, I think it was UK release, and right. that's been discontinued. It was announced they're released on DVD, never did. This film is not in circulation. It's, it's crazy. It should be. But, every again, yeah, but again, it was a big film. Critics, eh, eh, Hollywood, everyone loved this movie. So it's just weird that everybody's kind of put it behind them.
1: And the Oscar it was nominated for was Best uh, Music and Score by Paul Williams. Mm-hmm. Who who was an who was an Oscar favorite, you know, uh, at the time he was very big musician all the way through. I think through the eighties he was still kind of big, even though he was uh, a bad al- alcoholic and, j- and junkie at that point. Yeah. Uh,
0: well he so. got a Cannes nomination. Come on, it, it, it's this film was very well liked, but so it's weird that you can't find it now. That that's yeah. the first weird thing about the film. Now the second weird thing about the film. Is the fact that it's a gangster film completely with kids?
1: Right, and instead now, of uh, bullets, it's it's whipped cream pies.
0: Right now, so there's a, there are certain levels that this this whole thing does and doesn't work. On the level it does work is everyone loves to see kids dress up and pretend to be adults. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Where it becomes, warp, and, and I guess the fact that they play it so innocently, they've tried to cut down on the creep factor, but. There, there is a little bit of creepiness involved in the fact that since they are warring gangsters, they are killing each other. Now, right. so the, what they do is, all right, and, and I got to tell you right now, worst possible idea for a name for these guns: splurge. The the guns <laughs> that shoot white stuff all over each other, and they're called splurge. They should just call them splooge guns and got rid of it. <laughs> so very right, that there's a little unsettling. Now, I remember watching this as a kid, and I think as a kid I was a little disturbed, because uh, I've always had a horrible fear of death, uh, oddly enough. And as a, even as a kid, I, I, in the back of my head, I kind of got it where, all right, they're shooting cream pies at each other instead of guns, but they're still dying. Right. I mean, <laughs> Except at I, the very, very end, nobody dies. Well, I, you know what? I, I think it's kind of weird. I, I think they rethought something, and I haven't seen the the, uh, the. There's an audio commentary on the Blu-ray apparently that I have not listened to, mean and either. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of the interviews of that from that where they were thing, but when they shoot the kids with the cream pies in the film, it freeze frames with the with the stuff on their face. Right. I have a feeling that that was a last-minute decision. I think they I I have a feeling they actually shot like filmed the kids like falling or something, and later on they just realized it was still too dark yeah maybe you're right maybe Cause they're you're right. still because later on fat Sam tries to make his own splurge gun and one of his goons gets killed knuckles is at- killed when the thing backsfires and That's they right. show him on the ground so if they were if they were already married to the idea of doing these close-ups freeze frames if that was the original plan then why would you write in the scene with the, the kids sprawled on the ground covered in splurge right
1: where it, at the end was... of the film everyone is getting hit with these pies and the splurge gun and no one's dying
0: Right, so I I mean, I, I feel like I feel like at some point they had to change something because they realized it wasn't working. Uh, that's just a feeling I have. I have no proof behind that. But it, it, there is that kind of there is that level of creepiness about the death thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's the sex thing. Now, all the kids are they're slightly different ages. They're all underage. So I think the oldest ones are probably like what, 14, 15? Maybe. Um hoping uh, like like the the oldest kids in there are probably the dancers
1: they have to be to be wearing what they're wearing there's one scene at the end of the film where they're all dancing and this one girl does this roundabout where she kind of bends forward a little bit all ass cheek
0: the, they're they're wearing short ass cheek now there's no upper skin really but you can see you know i mean you could see that they're budding and they have oh. the really short shorts on <laughs> Did I say that in a low, creepy voice? I'm sorry. Yeah, and so, so, I mean, it's, it's just enough where you're reminded that they're sexual beings, at least in that sense, even though you yeah. know they're kids. But they, they show you just enough. where it's like, Okay, we're supposed to show this, but we're not showing too much, but we show just enough to make you uncomfortable.
1: Very. As a kid, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is great. As an adult, as a 38-year-old adult, not, not so much.
0: <laughs> now, then there's Blousey, who's the, uh, the female uh, romantic interest of Scott Bayo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bugsy, and those two, their romantic interest is very, very. Uh, it feels platonic, and it's very, very straightforward, and it's very uh, clean. Right. So there's, there's nothing there to makes you feel love. untoward. Right. Exactly. But when Jodie Foster's hitting on Bugsy, how'd you e- like to e-
1: smear my my lipstick? <laughs>
0: Scott, no.
1: <laughs> well, just the year I mean, before, you hear Harvey Keitel talking about jerking off all over her and you know, covering her hair, coming her face, coming her tits. I mean, this is but, tame compared to that.
0: <laughs> well, sure, yeah, I give you that, but it's still there. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and and jo- I mean, Jodie, it's it's one of those things where, like, when you watch Jodie Foster, and that's like, that, that's like some of the best. That's. Her acting at that age is better than some of her acting in the past five years. She was just phenomenal yeah. back then. There's yeah. no denying it. Oh yeah. Um,
1: it's. uh... <laughs> you could see, me. you know, the rising star that was Jodie Foster even all the way back then. I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar for Taxi Driver. Right. Um. You know, didn't win. You know, they were they were they were done with the, uh, the Tatum O'Neill thing. They were they were done with that. So that's probably mm-hmm. why she didn't win.
0: Now. So, another now. So the, again, this is all. This is like uh, Tiny Town, but with kids instead of midgets. Right. So uh, the kids are all driving pedal cars. Uh, they're all wearing adult clothing. They're they're opening businesses and stuff. Uh, and Fat Sam is a gangster and he runs a speakeasy. Here's problem number three I have with the film. <laughs> it's a speakeasy. We all yeah. know what a speakeasy is. It's where oh, you go course. to get booze during prohibition. Now. At first, I'm thinking, oh, well, this is obvious. It's soda. But then, after they leave the speakeasy, Bugsy sarsaparilla. takes.
1: Sarsaparilla. They got the sarsaparilla.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> and but that's okay. Yeah, on the surface, that kind of half explains it. But what? But when they leave, Bugsy and Blousy go to a uh, like a, a soda fountain place, like like an ice cream shop. Right. And he even says soda on the door, so soda's not outlawed. <laughs> so yeah, okay, they got the sarsaparilla. But they don't really clearly explain what the hell they're selling in that speakeasy you can't get at the soda shop. So that bothers me too.
1: It bothers you. Wow.
0: It, bo- well, it bothers me cuz it's unanswered and I'm like, okay, so since you're not giving me an answer, I'm going to fill the void and say they're drinking whiskey. <laughs> cuz nobody's telling me they're not. Nobody's telling me these kids are not drinking alcohol in there or banging these underage girls. No one's no, telling they, me they're they not. Probably doing are. This. Well, see, that's the point, Scott. No. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, and Scott Baio as like this kind of the, the, the schmoozer kind of, oh, yeah, all the girls like me. So I don't know. All right, again, maybe I'm just too old to appreciate it and just like sit back and enjoy it. Um, so, I mean, those are the three main things about the film that bo- I mean, bother me. Now, it doesn't, I don't hate the film because of them, but they're things I can't get out of the back of my mind while I'm watching it. I can't escape those realities.
1: Well, I mean, written and directed by Alan Parker.
0: It seemed like a labor of love for him. Oh no, uh, it was it, it, yeah.
1: You know, I mean, just to get this film made was probably hard enough. Imagine pitching the idea for this. The 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 the, the finer mistakes that you're you're you know that you're having a problem with, I don't have so much, um, just because of loved- my fondness for it from my childhood. But I guess, just, I just 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 think about how hard it was to probably get this film made. I mean, the guy, I mean, the Midnight Express, you know, which is. If anyone hasn't seen Midnight Express, you should definitely see that film. Amazing film. Um, and, by the way, the uh, in Cable Guy, the Jim Carrey scene where he puts his chest up against the glass where Matthew Broderick's in prison. The, oh, Billy. That is actually a parody of the scene in Midnight Express. A lot of people don't know that.
0: It's an homage. It's an homage. Well,
1: it's an homage, yes. But a lot of people don't know that. Once you find that out, that scene actually becomes funnier sure. <laughs> in Cable Guy. So, um, but yeah, to get this film made uh, was probably hard enough. There's a lot of mistakes in it. Yeah, I mean, you have an adult trying to write a film for kids. So. Right.
0: Let I me mean, just clarify. I'm not. I'm not really harping on these as major problems with the film. No, there's little things that again, they're like things that that, that I can't let escape my view. Uh, I'm not knocking the film. And like you said, yeah, there. I mean, there are mistakes as far as, like, well, you know, we're, we, we're building a fantasy universe, so we can't explain everything. Shut the fuck up and just watch. You know, you know what else I, I, I found that.
1: disturbing? It's on. <laughs> it's actually on right now, where everyone is getting a flower except the one special needs kid.
0: <laughs> See, I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't know if he's supposed to be special needs or not, but, No, uh, I'm sure I, he, he He was just supposed to be clumsy, but they kinda overplayed it a bit. Well no, I
1: I think he's actually special needs and he's got a part in the film and it's like they had to really kill this kid.
0: I, I, why, what I, the, why the I don't fuck's think... wrong with you, Alan? <laughs> his <laughs> See, face
1: his face is not symmetrical. It's on an angle. He's definitely and, special needs.
0: And that's poor a disturbing bastard. Scene. And that is a disturbing scene. Very. I mean, because like the kid's really concerned, he's. I mean, that's that's not acting. That kid's scared,
1: and, and, <laughs> and that kid just, that just kid from the knows way he, he didn't get a flower. I uh, yeah, and just from the way he talks, I wouldn't be surprised he's deaf in one or both ears. You know, this poor bastard. No,
0: no, that, possibly, I, you're right. It is a bad call to pick the one kid that that's that awkward and like okay, this is when we're gonna ice. <laughs>
1: And, and oh, just, I wouldn't and just, be surprised just, if all those kids had a little bit too much fun throwing the pies at him. And, little, and just to explain pricks. one of the
0: side sets of this is that the whole idea is that the, um, just like in the real world where the um, Tommy guns were the, the the big step up in weapons that were giving gangs an edge. In right. this film, uh, Fat Sam, all the gangsters used to use cream pies uh, to to kill each other, I guess you could say. Uh, right. But Danny Dan has come up with a new thing—the splurge gun, which uh, shoots like uh, cream puffs. <laughs> splurge gun. Mars, but it shoots white stuff at your face, <laughs> right in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that that's what that all is all about. And I was reading how, like, apparently they had gunsmiths in trying to make these guns so they would actually work. And in the end, they were like, they did what they should have done in the first place. Yeah, was was just fake it, because <laughs> they couldn't get the stuff to come out. Solid enough and hit somebody without hurting them, or loose enough to not hurt them without right. just spraying back at the person shooting it. So it was like this. Like it makes you wonder why they went through all that trouble in the first place and it was like, just fake it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: Hollywood. Just fake it. We'll and make then, it look good. I, all right. Here, here's now. Now that's all this. Here's some other, a couple other things, or one other thing yeah. that's a little disturbing as far as the realism creeping into a film, a fantasy film, uh-huh. is the uh, portrayal of. Um, uh, blacks in the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, the one kid now, that, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, what was Fizz? His name was Fizz. He was a tap dancer. Tries to go in there. Boss! I'm the best tap dancer in the world.
0: <laughs> he's, the janitor. He's, he's the janitor.
1: Right. Well, his name was then,
0: Fizz. Right, but I'm saying he's a janitor. Then the only other black people we see in the film, really there's one black gang member here and there, but then there's there's the janitor, there's the girl that's kind of like, she's like the... the, the the maid, but she's not really a maid. It's just like she's like yeah. uh, the companion, I guess. Yeah. And then there's the the, the uh, chauffeur, driving the <laughs> Danny well, yeah, Dan, wearing
1: a, even wearing a white suit for Christ's sakes. It's like come yeah,
0: on. Yeah, so so there, there's that part where it's like, okay, that really happened. That was really a thing going on at the time. But it's a kid film. Can we, can we? Do we have to segregate this so much?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to, every every black kid that sings is practically Louis Armstrong.
0: All right. Well, that's that's something else. Apparently during the whole now, Paul Williams did all the music. He wrote all the music, and yep. while he was and he was doing all that, while he was like touring and doing stuff for other things too, so he was like, you know, he was multitasking like crazy. And apparently, and this is what I've gathered: is Alan their communications. You know, he knew Paul Williams. He liked him, and so in their discussions for it, he had told Paul Williams, "I don't want them to have like squeaky kid voices." And Paul Williams read that as, I don't want them to have kid voices. So, in the film, all the singing is done by adults. Yeah. But they're, and, but most of the time, they're doing it in squeaky kid voices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that is true. And and Paul for the Williams. most part, I don't know about Williams, you, but for the... Paul
0: Williams, I'm, I'm just going to say, Paul Williams himself yeah. sings some of uh, Scott Bayo's stuff.
1: Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. And for the most part, I like a lot of the music in this film.
0: Well, it's Paul Williams, how can you not?
1: I, the music I don't like, uh, actually are any of the the songs sung by women. <laughs> that sounds bad, but I just lyrically and musically I just don't like those songs. My favorite song is uh, the boxing one. So you want to be a boxer?
0: <laughs> you just like where he goes zing. <laughs> well, by the way, mo- most black kids in the film are in that scene.
1: Yes, but, uh, pff, yes. And that actually contributes. That actually contributes to uh, your movie challenge. Oh, um, but Uh-oh. I actually have a few films. Three, oh. I think I have three or four movies I could challenge you to. Well,
0: let's, so, let's, let's not get, let's not get that just no, yet. No,
1: no, we're not doing it yet. But I'm just saying, I have three or four huh? films, and now, it, it could be one of those where you can pick. I wouldn't mind if you picked. Well, one let's of the just three talk about that when we get to it. All right. Um, so, uh, usually, moving uh, on. My favorite, my favorite oh, song
0: is the uh, is the um, uh, we could have been everything that we wanted to be. The <laughs> we're good at being bad song. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yes, it's upbeat and fun, you know. And, well, these, yeah. like, and we're, ver- we're the very best at being bad. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, as far as ironically, you know... but,
0: and I, I'm a huge Paul Williams fan, but I tell you, the Bugsy Malone song it, song itself. I don't care for that one. Yeah, it was uh, it was alright. I tell you something else that bothered me in the film. Yeah, sure. Kids with mustaches.
1: Yeah, the pencil mustaches and mostly the pencil mustaches because there was a couple with like full mustaches, but the pencil ones were the creepiest. Specifically, Danny Dan's.
0: I just if you're gonna if you I mean. When you start putting mustaches on the kids, you're just telling me that there's definitely whiskey in those glasses. Because <laughs> now they're no longer kids. Now they're freakish little men.
1: Yeah, the green drinks were uh, probably fucking absent. absent. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If, you, if they're going to be kids, keep them kids. You start throwing mustaches on them, now we're in a whole weird area where they're not really kids. I, mean, I know they're playing adults. I know we're supposed to believe that, but we know they're kids. You start putting mustaches on them, now I've got doubts. Right. Now things are now now things are confused. I don't know where I'm going. Things are spinning. What's happening? That that's I just. <laughs> and speaking of fizz, yeah. One major problem I have with this goddamn film. So he's a janitor, It's big uh, fat Sam's. And like you said, every day he's trying to get an audition because he's a tap dancer. Right. We have a scene where he's singing about uh, not being able to audition, about being stuck in this dead end job. And during the song, he pulls out the tap shoes and looks at them. We see the tap shoes. Never tap dances. This is this is what you are build up to. You're supposed to build up to the scene where he tap dances.
1: That's right. And when I was a kid, uh, as an adult, I'm like, watching this, I'm like, does he tap dance? And in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think he does. <laughs> and <laughs> then I watched, I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, the motherfucker never tap danced. What? The, you're right. It's like, I have a problem with that.
0: I mean, we got to hear Blousey sing.
1: Ugh. Yeah, we sure did.
0: And I thought it, I thought it would have been better uh, when they first go to have her sing and she gets stopped right at the last second. I thought it wouldn't that be great if you had this film where she's supposed to be this great singer and, and like he's trying to help her, but you never hear her sing because she always gets cut off short. <laughs> that would have been great. It would have been awesome. I have a couple other brainstorms I'll, I'll tell you about in a minute. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, that that bothered me the fact that the the kid never tap dances because uh, cause if there's one thing I want to see is is a little kid tap dance. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> no.
1: Little Gregory Hines action going on,
0: yeah. A L-
1: little sand on the floor first.
0: You've got if you've got choreographed dance numbers with these kids, put the tap dancer in.
1: Right now, I bet no. they, I bet they were going to, and then they found out later that he couldn't tap dance at all.
0: I was just gonna say that. Oh, really? I, <laughs> I wonder if there's footage of them like filming it like wait, cut, 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 cut. Did somebody just, actually see this kid tap dance before we hired him?
1: <laughs> you just well, hear he's already Alan, in
0: the film, <laughs>
1: you just hear Alan Parker just lean over to the associate. Th- Did we know he couldn't tap dance? <laughs> it's like, "Alan, I, I swear I thought he could. Fuck, we got to cut that. We can't we we can't have him do any of this. <laughs> we can't use already, any of this.
0: I have 5,000 feet of film with this kid on already. We can't we, we, we we're stuck now. We're stuck. Jesus we're Christ.
1: We're not making Star Wars here.
0: And with all the re- with all the red tape in, in which came all out the red a year
1: later, so that was a stupid comment.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> with all the red tape involved in getting these kids in the film, I mean, you don't really don't want to be recasting at the last minute. They ha- apparently they had the recast Blousey, because the original girl uh, hit a growth spurt and uh, suddenly she was taller than Scott Baio, so they had the Oh, ditcher. God, really? But I believe she's the girl on the horseback when you first meet Danny Dan. Oh, really? I'm correct, yeah, but yeah, you, you can't go just sweeping these kids out with all the paperwork and welfare stuff going on. Fuck it, all right, he's in, he's in, all right, fine. Just, <laughs> now, but now, now you're really mopping the floors. Yeah, right. Tell us, you can tap dancing. What the fuck was that?
1: <laughs> what, Gregory Hines is your uncle, my ass. <laughs> Who bought that? Uh, oh
0: yeah, we did. All right, he's in. I mean, so I mean, if you get a chance to watch, it is. It, it's, it's never been done again. It's never. I don't, I don't think it was really done that much before. Yeah, you had the Little Rascal stuff, but I don't think it's ever been done and taken so seriously. The film really... T- to an extent, the film takes itself seriously.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's completely unique. It really is. Yeah. So, it, I it, mean, one of my challenges, uh, it's not a musical, but, you know, it does involve... Well, we'll get to
0: it. We'll get to it. Um. There's not much else to say about the film. Uh, I, I do have a suggestion, though. Uh, when I'm watching this, I, I was thinking... The, the one thing that came to mind this is, is that I wanted... This a
1: suggestion for a movie challenge?
0: Well, no, no. Just in no, general. Okay. I, I, feel like, I, it, I feel like they should do this again. I feel like this should be done more. I bet they could and, take
1: the, this exact script, put adults in it, real guns, real murder, and it would be a good
0: film. I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking they could take another film that's adult with guns and stuff and just put kids in it and start doing that. And I think that, we start with we start with Alan too. Parker's films. What? That could work
1: too. You mean like Midnight Express with kids?
0: Do Midnight Express, <laughs> do <laughs> Burning, do Angel Heart, do uh? do Fame but do the switch, have Fame but have all adults in it. Hell, you uh, he
1: could even do Pink Floyd the Wall. Why not? Definitely
0: do Pink, Definitely do Pink Floyd the Wall. But yeah, know, the, right? the, the the one the one movie that immediately popped in my head when I thought they should do this again was there will be blood. <laughs> I want to see there will be blood with fucking tot, with, you know, with, with like, Scott Baio like, 10, 12-year-olds. That's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> Why not? I'd see it.
0: You, you, who, Bastard, who in for... Bastard in a basket!
1: Bastard in a basket!
0: Yeah, who wouldn't pay for that? Sure, there'd be controversy. Sure, parents groups would be pissed off, but there'd be asses in fucking seats. You know who would be paying the most to see that? Fucking kids. Yeah. You take out some of the language, yeah. You, you, know, you lessen the blood. It, make it PG or even
1: PG thirteen. You're done. You're good.
0: You don't go any lower than PG thirteen. You keep cursing in there. You keep some. You keep enough. You keep enough curse words in there to piss off the uh, the family, American Family League, or whatever the sure, fuck. Sure, why call. not?
1: Have it. Yeah. <laughs> try and get it removed from theaters. Best best advertising you can get.
0: I, but even like like Reservoir Dogs with kids, I want to see that. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see like children? If we're gonna corrupt you're children, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> you're gonna be okay. You mentioned Jodie Foster in uh, Taxi Driver. How about this Taxi Driver, where everyone's kids except Jodie Foster's character? She's an adult.
1: <laughs> that's not creepy at all.
0: Well, it, she, she... <laughs> You see, you see my point. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. I should be making movies, goddamn it. That's. But we, yeah, goddamn it, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. It's just weird. that I think one of the reasons it's never been done since is, again, everyone loved it. was a well-received film, but audiences just didn't pay for it. And that was the one thing that mattered to Hollywood. And so it, they just That's let it drop. That's probably
1: why I saw it on cable so much. I mean, oh, this, yeah. it was, this it was, was definitely... on cable constantly. Constantly. It was like on an infinite loop, at the, it felt like, at some point. That's the only way I actually ever saw this film was on cable.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. No one saw it in the theater, Joey. That's the point.
1: (laughs) My wife's trying to be all quiet taking out the laundry, but... (laughs) Thanks for leaving the buzzer on during the show. Love you, babe. Love you, too. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Where were we? Oh yeah, uh, that, that's that that's a great idea. that's uh, a great idea. I know. Do do Alan Parker's films, uh, you know, uh, with kids or other films and put kids in the role. Why the hell not? Did you know that there's like this resurgence think, with this film with uh, with with kids doing this like in high school uh, uh, plays and whatnot? When dude, I was trying I, to I, find trailers, I was finding things called Bugsy Malone Jr and uh, Bugsy, uh, Bugsy Malone and it's it's done with kids doing all the songs and it's like a high school or college play i was just i was i, I was just dumbfounded that i found all this stuff obviously it's of cult status uh, uh, and i didn't even realize it
0: well uh, well that's that's why it's cult status you know it's underground i say as soon as your kids are old enough <clears throat> we start filming scenes Okay. Like one. Reservoir Dogs, there will be blood. I will. I will get that on film. That's that's uh-huh. that's gold. They have, they have to be your dogs. kids because no one else is going to let us do it with their kids. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop moving.
1: <laughs> Just lay there. Yes, it's whipped cream. Just there's a whole lot of it. Just stay
0: sit still. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, um, that I mean, that's there's really not much else to say. That. It's a short review. I mean, there's really just. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, Paul Williams, I, I, I'm just a sucker for Paul Williams, so that that alone is like a grab for me. Yes, um, Now on IMDb, it's got six point eight out of ten. Six point eight.
1: Would we go seven on this? I don't think <sighs> I could.
0: No, I agree. I would. I would go six. I
1: think six is good. Yeah.
0: Because, how how good are child actors really? Come on. Not very good. Really? I, I mean, and and, and I, I will say, I like the Paul Williams soundtrack, but the adults doing the voices, bad call. And, I, and I, I've seen that Alan Parker and Paul Williams both kind of agree with that coming up. I'm like, yeah, maybe we, if, you know, if we. I think Paul Williams actually said that like, he wishes that he'd given the kids a chance to sing, which I agree. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's actually a knock to, against the film. If you're going to do a kid's film. Uh, and also, on the other hand, low budget and everything probably easier just to dub it over instead of having to get kids that actually can sing as well as act. Oh, sure. So, I mean, you know, know, it's it's hard enough working with a cast of kids, having them all be talented too? Jesus. So, um, I'm actually surprised that with, like, the popularity of shows like Glee, that this hasn't gotten even more of a resurgence.
1: Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Look at Jodie Foster. She's, like, 12, 13, just seducing... Just men uh-huh. and the speakeasy.
0: I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at her. <laughs> What's wrong right with Alan Parker? Look. <laughs> can you? All I can see is like, like them in the, him in the dressing with her. Is like can you make her sexier? <laughs>
1: These shorts are I'm... not short enough. <laughs> I need to see full ass cheek. Mm. Alan, Alan. We're getting it a lot. I don't care. This is my movie, goddammit.
0: How about getting the guy that did that directed Jeepers Creepers 2 to do a remake? Oh, from <laughs>
1: <sake>. Wow,
0: yeah. <laughs> I could just
1: see Alan Parker with the girls with the, the really... Sh- He's like, they're 16. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan, they're actually uh, 14. Well, they look like they're 16. Well, that doesn't make it right, Alan. <laughs> uh, just grumble, 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 grumble. Every scene with the dancing girls is uncomfortable yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: and I'm at that age where you know if they
0: were younger if they were younger they, that, that's where they made the mistake they went older so they could get away with like higher skirts and stuff or right. higher shorts they should have gone younger because they were old enough they were developing too so there's too much uh, too many hints of sexuality there they should have right. gone younger it was like there's nothing sexual about this it's like when you watch those kid pageants where they have these little like t- five-year-old girls singing like uh, country songs about kissing boys and stuff and you're like well yeah, but but she's not a sexual being, so there's no inclination. That's fine. That's okay. That's how they get away with it. You can't have you can't have like a 15 year old doing that with with butting breasts and and you know awakening. You you, know, you can't do that. You have to keep <laughs> awakening. It, you, you have to. Yeah. Well, you know. I I, wanna, I don't want to get any more into that. But you have to get you have to make you have to make the girls young enough where there's no question in your mind that there's nothing sexual about what they're doing. Right. Even though they're doing like make you know doing like these dance girl chorus girl moves, that was like the I, I, one little mistake. That if they did that today, there would be huge outrage over it. Right. Huge, sure. and I'm not saying because it's wrong. I'm just saying because people are, are more fucking likely to scream over nothing these days. But I was, uh, um, I was at all, a all.
1: a New Year's Eve party recently, and where we were, they had a karaoke machine set up.
0: You want to wait? This life. New Year's Eve party was recent? Yeah. Okay, just, so just, it wasn't
1: just just a week ago.
0: It was so it was during the New Year?
1: It was a New Year's Eve party.
0: Okay, just checking.
1: This was happening December 31st. Recently. What part of New Year's <laughs> Eve party are you not understanding?
0: <laughs> Continue.
1: And I'm going somewhere with this, so stop. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, they had the karaoke machine set up. And uh the, the, the party that we went to, uh, a lot of the parents brought their kids, and there was three or four girls in the 12, 13, 14 age bracket, um, dressed not like this from the film, but not dressed like a 12, 13, 14 year old, and all they were doing was, was, was singing on the karaoke, and all my son Sebastian wanted to do was go in there and play with them, and of course he can't be left alone, so, one of one of the parents has to be with him. So, at some point, I told my wife, I said, listen, I can't be in this room. And she's like, why not? I said, because he wants to just play with these girls, and I keep trying to get in the middle, and it's creepy, and I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I have to leave. You need to be with him. And she's like, is it that bad? I go, it's that bad. So, I'm leaving, you're staying. <laughs> so... It, watching this just brought kind of brought back just something from a week ago where it's like, yeah, this is creepy. I can't watch this. Not as an adult.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just that weird line where you're like, okay, are you gonna are you gonna let go of this or you're gonna you're gonna be hung up on it? Is it all right? You know what? I'm, I'm hung up on it. I can't help it.
1: <laughs> all right, so uh, six IMDb uh, rating. That's what we're gonna give it.
0: Uh, I feel bad giving it such a low score, but. I mean, six and a half,
1: we can't do half point because I think six and a half would be kind of like the perfect middle ground.
0: All right, you know what? I'm gonna I want to say seven, and I'm and my reason is gonna be that okay, like it's not the best film, but they did do something that's rarely been done, and they did it very well.
1: And hasn't been done since. So all right, I, I can and, go with that. And
0: and they and and they didn't pull punches on some of the areas I'm actually complaining about. I, I give them credit for not pulling punches, like like keeping the whole speakeasy aspect. Like, what about the whole idea with alcohol? Fuck it, it's still a speakeasy. We're making a film, aren't we? Right. I give them credit for. I I would also give them the seven points for not trying to explain it, but they're not drinking alcohol. Fuck you. It's not a real world. <laughs> we <you> don't <laughs> have to explain shit to you. Shut up, Scott. Yeah. I, so because I complained about that stuff and they did it anyway, I want to give it a seven. Okay. I'm on board. Seven it is. All right, and so that's out of six point eight current out of um, almost eleven thousand votes, and twenty four percent of the votes were seven. So so once so we're horrible we're horrible movie reviewers because we're we're agreeing with the majority of uh, people here. Yeah. Uh, highest demographic females under eighteen at seven point nine. Yep. Lowest demographic, <laughs> males aged forty five and over at six point five. <laughs> Which is still not bad. That's still everybody's still within six to seven points. So, yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, sure. Again, again, overall, a generally liked film. It's on average a liked film. Just didn't do anything. I, it's weird. Very, very weird.
1: Very much. All right. So let's move on to your uh, your movie challenges.
0: I can't wait.
1: All right. Now,
0: also known as what am I subjecting Holly to this week?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um okay. <sighs> Watching this film, like I said, I got like 3 movies in the, you know, one being Phantom of the Paradise. I never liked that film. I haven't seen it in a long long time. I'm not even going to have you try and guess them. I'm just going to tell you what they are.
0: Okay? Um if now I'm warning you, if you challenge me to Bugs if you challenge me to Par- Phantom of the Paradise, I will be singing next episode.
1: Right. Well, these are my choices and you, <laughs> you can choose. You can choose. Can choose. Okay? No,
0: don't All make right. me But I was thinking
1: it. Phantom of the Paradise and you know, I, I, I feel like I should watch it again. I feel like I should give it another chance. Because I, I only saw it the one time and it didn't strike me when I saw it. This is uh-huh. a long time ago too. Uh, we're talking 20 plus years. So, there's that. Then, with the sarsaparilla comment in the film, the only thing I'm thinking of... Oh, is, no. What? You uh, know what I'm... You
0: Russell, what, Russell's Rhapsody?
1: Rustler's Rhapsody.
0: Oh, <laughs> how, how fucking... We are on such... The fact that I guessed that from a sarsaparilla, yeah. uh, you know. Wow. Can I,
1: can I get a milk? <laughs> Good. How about a sarsaparilla with a human hair in it? <laughs> That's what he ordered. No, he ordered a sarsaparilla... And the guy, the, bar, the bartender warm didn't whiskey. like that either, and the he was like, "How about a warm with whiskey hair? with a human hair in it?" That's right.
0: Sarsaparilla. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna, you to have your hair there?
1: Right. So there, there's that. And then watching the film specifically, the so you want to be a boxer, the style wow. of music, uh, you know, the way it's choreographed, just the way it's sung, makes me want to challenge you to Popeye. With Robin Williams,
0: yeah. Wow. Well, so here's a problem. All three films you want to challenge me to, I like. Me too. So I think well, if if we do would've...
1: if we review one of those, we should have sound clips, clips from the film, which I will pull, um, so that because it's one of those, it'll be one of those we like the film. It'll be hard to review, so having that will help.
0: Well, you tell know? you what. I think, and this is not out of personal bias, but since you know you like two of the three, right. I think we should go with the one that at the moment you're not sure if you're going to like. The which would be Phantom Paradise? Paradise. Not because I love the film, because you still in a way kind of hate it, and I'm hoping you still do so we can talk about it.
1: Yeah, it, that would make it an easier review if I hate it and you like it, because then I can yeah. just spew about everything I hate and you could tell me I'm wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> which I won't be. But you could... So let's do that. Let's do Phantom of the Paradise, even okay. though I just gave myself a reason to watch Rustler's Rhapsody, which I haven't seen in a dog's age either. So
0: I, I haven't seen that in ages as well. I'm gonna have to. I have to. I have to get a copy of that now. God damn it!
1: I don't even know if it's available. I mean, it's it yeah. came out on DVD, but I think that's as far as it ever went, and I don't know if it's out of print. Yeah, that's, that's one of those parody films that just came
0: and went, and that was it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like Lust in the Dust, that old film. I- Remember that I one? I wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's I, one I, of the. Well, no, it's a different type of film, but it's one of those films that came and went, and nobody me saying it, people are like, "What? What film is that?" Nobody knows Lust and Dust. You know, with fucking Divine, nobody knows that movie. Very few people know that film. I remember mm-hmm. watching that film when I was a kid. Uh, we, my mother wanted to see that film in the worst way, and she put it on reserve. And I remember us waiting a really long time, like more than a month or, or two, to get that film. That's how back-reserved back it was. I believe it. I thought it was an okay film as a kid, but...
0: Well, one of the reasons, too, is that was one of those kind of films where when, when video first came out and you could rent movies, that was one of those things you could never see on television. Right. So that was like, like oh, you know we, this is a film we never would have seen if it wasn't for this. So I can definitely see that. Sure, definitely. But uh, So, yeah, um, Phantom of the Paradise, next episode.
1: Next episode, Phantom of the Paradise. That Which will be me.
0: either next week or the week after. We'll have to figure that out. I'll, I'll talk to you after the show about that. Yeah, I mean, we just might review
1: something else next week. Uh, unless you have something, uh, we might have to... I don't know. We'll, you talk to me after the show. I'll talk Yeah. you. Yeah. Alright, right, right, right. Uh, right, so we're we ending...
0: I think so. A, a nice short, tight episode about uh, a kiddie film uh, with, with death and alcohol and sex. Se-
1: sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you. This is episode 157. Not 175, like I said a couple of weeks ago. I, <laughs> I, I apologize for that. We've been out of it for a while. Uh, but 157. You can go to our website at Moviesucktastic.com. You can download the shows there. You can listen to the shows there. I've updated the website. It's been a while since I've done that. I just haven't had time. But everything is up to date now on the site. So uh, you can go there. You can go to iTunes. You can download the shows there. That is always up to date. Uh, always. If, if, if there's one thing that I update, it's the iTunes feed. Uh, our website, sometimes I you know, let a few tracks you know, shows go by, but the iTunes is always up to date. Uh, if you stop by there, leave us a review. We always appreciate it. Leave us some voicemail. 908-514-4470. Uh, you can email us. The address for that is the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com You can go to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash movie You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com com. You can visit Dale Rontree's uh, uh, site for us where he chronicles all of our episodes at uh, letterbox.com slash titles slash films slash um, dash the dash films. Or He's you just... No one's going to remember that, I know. <laughs> uh, Got to get a tiny URL for that one. Um, but yeah. if you go to our Facebook page, we've we've put it on there. You can, you can get it there. Um, you can download the app for your android device that we can't push uh, enough that is great it's free all the shows all uh, the website the merchandise facebook it's all there in one tidy little package download it it's free you'll enjoy it and that's that's everything you're popping your head over there
0: i'm listening to the music
1: yeah Remember when we uh, first got this theme music? We we're like, "This is great," and then we're like, "Man, we'll change it up." You know, every once in a while, it's like five years later. It's... There's no need to change the theme. Still music. works. No need to change. Anyway, uh, you have any words of wisdom?
0: Jodie Foster's hot.
1: <laughs> How about you like to smear my lipstick?
0: Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great
0: that's horrible <laughs> oh, horrible hey, she, people
1: she said it not me <laughs> she was asking for it she was totally
0: <laughs> literally
1: it's just 10 years later in the accused she was asking for
0: it <laughs> alright now, now we've gone too far we've
1: gone too far hey what the trial yeah. she won anyway yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week Bye. <laughs> oh, bye